We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning, I'm Stan Bunger. In for Susan Lee Taylor, I'm Holly Kwong. The final debate before Saturday's Nevada presidential caucus was the most confrontational one yet, with six Democrats engaging in often blistering attacks. In Las Vegas, KCBS political reporter Doug Sovereign says, judging from the reaction of voters, the contentious debate could shake the race up a bit. Elizabeth Warren laid into debate debutante Mike Bloomberg from the opening bell. Democrats are not going to win if we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women, and of supporting racist policies. Bloomberg gave off in tepid, ineffective responses. He mocked Bernie Sanders as a communist. Pete Buttigieg made the case that neither of them will resonate with working-class Americans. Let's put forward somebody who's actually a Democrat. Afterward, even Sanders supporters admitted Warren did well. Jessica Montoya came in undecided. She left ready to vote for Warren. I believe she has not only the vision of America, but she has the plan to actually get that accomplished. It means a lot to me that she has a health care plan and she can actually fund it. Bloomberg's shaky showing may bolster Joe Biden, who's been hemorrhaging establishment support. Voter Alex Hamer is afraid the real loser here was the Democratic Party. It's a little nasty, but at the end, I think Amy Klobuchar tied it up and said, we all have to work together against the existential threat to democracy that's in the White House today. In Las Vegas, Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Wow, Quarantines are ending for Americans aboard that cruise ship in Japan. For others who've been uh, held at Travis Air Force Base this morning, a portion of Alameda County's Santa Rita Jail has been closely monitored. It's not the COVID-19 problem there. It's the common flu. KCBS's Margie Schaefer joining us to report on the precautions they're taking there. And Margie, more so because of the coronavirus outbreak? Well, that's right, Stan. But to be clear, this is not a COVID-19. Uh, two inmates at Santa Rita Jail in Dublin are now in isolation after testing positive for type A influenza. This is a type of flu, and the two were found to have come in contact with several dozen other inmates before they were diagnosed. Alameda County Sheriff Sergeant Ray Kelly says officials are taking extra precautions with the flu, largely because of fears of the coronavirus these days. We're just being a little more cautious because you know, we have a, a population that's more at risk to the um, influenza and some of the more uh, long-term effects of influenza when you don't have a healthy immune system and you have other factors at play. People at high risk of the flu include those over 65 and people with compromised immune systems. Type A influenza can be serious and cause widespread outbreaks. The jail had initially rescheduled a number of court dates for inmates out of an abundance of caution. And they say the two that have the flu will wear a mask when they go to court for the time being. Kelly says this is not the first time inmates at the jail have been isolated. It's quite common to be clear. No confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Alameda County. Margie Schaefer, KCBS. A new bill in Sacramento would allow cities and counties to take over vacant properties and use them for affordable housing. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports, the proposed legislation was inspired by the Oakland squatting moms. Matt? Holly, last Thanksgiving, Dominique Walker and two other moms took 
took over a vacant West Oakland home owned by a corporation and lived there for two months with their children. Then, early on January 14th, they were finally evicted by sheriff's deputies in riot gear. They have tanks out here. Tanks for mothers and babies. That are That's what we're up against. Their actions have now motivated Berkeley State Senator Nancy Skinner to introduce a bill that would allow cities to fine corporations if they let their property sit vacant for more than 90 days. Skinner tells KCBS her legislation would also allow local governments to buy those properties and use them for affordable housing. So while my bill doesn't get more houses built, at least gets those homes that are vacant filled with people. It's estimated there are over a million vacant homes in California, so if this bill were passed, it could go a long way to alleviate the housing crisis. But it is likely to face legal challenges on grounds that landlords do have a right to not utilize their own properties. Matt Bigler, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.